Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and today our guests are Karen Johnson, the Community Health Specialist with Crowing Energized, and Kelly Johnson, the Ship Coordinator with Crowing County. Ladies, welcome to Community Focus. Hi, welcome. Good morning. Good afternoon. Thank you. Good yeah. afternoon. Good Thank afternoon. You. It seems like morning. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, so uh, a lot of things going on, aren't there, this time of the year? Um, March Food Share Month, let's start with that because uh, we've already talked to some guests about this. This is so important this year. Fantastic. I'm glad that you're getting the word out. But it is. Right now it is Minnesota Food Shelf Month. What that means is when you make donations, um, either at a local food shelf or at your place of employment, if they're doing a food drive, mm-hmm. um, at the pantry, CLC's pantry, those donations will be um, matched proportionately to their uh, whatever they gather in each food shelf, and that will be matched with the Minnesota Food Shelf campaign. Yeah. This actually runs through uh, April 9th, so at this time it's a great time to think about people that have some food insecurities, um, and then uh, go ahead and, and support them in the local food shelves. And we say it's extra important this year because of the uh, extra food that was available during the pandemic. That's going away, isn't it? Correct. And that happened for a lot of people the beginning of this month. And that was pretty substantial. So they have seen a decrease in the SNAP benefits. So, yeah, it's more important than ever to get out and support them. And you can support them in a couple of ways. You can make a donation. I know at at Essential Health right now we have a food drive. You can donate food or you can donate um, money to it. Mm -hmm. I know that when you donate money, that sometimes can go farther for the food shelf itself or the pantry because then they can buy monies uh, or they can buy food with that money through the food bank. So it goes a little bit farther. But you certainly can contribute food items too. And I have some suggested items that uh, they have come up with that they are asking for or that there's a need for. And they include things like peanut butter, um, cereal, including whole whole grain, hot or cold. Um, It also includes canned meats, canned fruits, canned vegetables, baking and cooking items, um, and things like olive oil and vegetable oil, flour, Mm. sugar, hearty soups. And I don't know if you've talked to the United Way, but they have a unique campaign, too. I think it's called Flavors. Yeah. Yes. And um, they're looking at three different groups that they are specifically asking for items. And I know one is the indigenous um, ethnic population. Foods, yeah. Ethnic foods. Yeah, or you know, cultural, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Culturally appropriate. So I know they have that on their website, mm-hmm. but I think that's a great idea, kind of taking it that step farther yeah. that, okay, you know, we think about we, what we like. And we've had the conversation, Kelly and I have had the conversation. I think when you go to donate, donate something that you yourself would want to eat yeah. or you'd feed to your grandkids or something that, you know, mm-hmm. we all like. Yeah. Um, because that's what they would would be looking for and thinking about health. You know, we want to make sure that we're promoting yeah, uh, good, foods. yeah, healthy yeah. foods, good nutrition. We had someone speaking at church last night, in fact, that said, uh, take your kids grocery shopping. Let them put stuff in the cart. You know, keep it reasonable like you would buy for them and right. let them kind of decide what they would want to bring to the food shelf. And that yeah. kind of helps with the kid department too. So kind of something fun you can do with your children, in fact. Yeah, and what a great idea. Mm-hmm. It instills in children the importance of that. Yep. You know, and any at any time people, food uh, insecurity doesn't discriminate. No. It happens to anybody and, and everybody. Mm-hmm. So it really is, you don't want people to have to choose between 
housing, between filling up your car with gasoline. And we all know we all have experienced those increases in food items, you know, just because of inflation happening right now. And that probably will not go away with the Mm -hmm. um, current, you know, crisis that is happening around the world. And so Mm -hmm. many people are just one crisis away from meeting the food Mm -hmm. shelf service that are living paycheck to paycheck and just getting by. But one thing could throw it all off. So let's help our friends and neighbors by donating. And there's a lot of food shelves to donate to, isn't there? There sure are. They're throughout our our county. So we have some in, um, right now we have some in Brainerd, two in Brainerd, uh, Cross Lake, Crosby, Emily, Garrison, and Pequot. Mm -hmm. And what's unique is you fill out an application um, when you go into the uh, food shelf, but it really is you walk in, complete that application, you're ready to go. Mm -hmm. And you can go to any food shelf in our area. I think sometimes people think, well, I have to stay in Brainerd if I live in Brainerd. Mm -hmm. If you're in Pequot, you certainly can stop there. We do have a list of the food shelves on our website. Um, we don't publish times, but we have the numbers that you can call okay. or visit their website to find out when they're open, hours of operation. Okay. And I know, John, at the United Way, you mentioned uh, we had a pop-up food uh, pantry again this month at the college. Is there another one coming soon? There is another one coming soon. That's going to hopefully it'll be every single month now. The next one that we have scheduled will be April 6th. Um, and that this is a great event, and this is an event I always promote, that if you have an organization or you yourself want to volunteer, we take volunteers. It's a short-term commitment that day, um, and we truly, this last time, was we had taken a pause during the winter, and we work with uh, United Way. United Way organizes this, but um, you can show up that day and help put the food in the in the cars as they mm-hmm. drive up. Last, um, this month, we had over 200 uh, people come through. So, wow. yeah. That's a lot. The need mm-hmm. is there. The need is there. And so that is on Thursday, April 6th. Was it 10? Does it go 10 o'clock till, well, 1130 or yep. whenever? Or the yep. when the food us- yeah. Okay. Usually people start lining up a little bit earlier than that. Okay. So if they get there about 9, 930 even. Um, and it's right in CLC. You'll see, you'll see vehicles when you get there. Okay. Just get in line. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kelly, I saw an article that uh, the Home Instead is celebrating right now in the Rethink Your Drink Challenge. Yes, congratulations to Home Instead. Yes. This is the second year in a row that they've won. Wow. <laughs> yes. They know what they're a doing. A dynasty. I know. They have a mighty <laughs> strong team. I love it. And explain what that is all about for our listeners. Yep. So this is our, we just completed our fifth annual Rethink Your Drink Challenge. And this year we had 25 businesses sign up. We are up seven more than last year so that was awesome to see new new businesses and new faces and new leaders join that group we had 905 participants join and last year was about 800 so it's been a big challenge the month of february four-week challenge right yes and And the idea is yeah you're just encouraging folks to make healthier decisions when it comes to beverages, right? Yep, yep. Our overall goal is just to encourage people to make that healthy choice, Mm -hmm. using that reusable water bottle, using those hydration stations around the community. Super important. Um, A lot of our SHIP Partner Award Throughout the throughout the years have we've um, done hydration stations. So definitely look for those. Yep. Awesome. Well, congrats again to Home Instead. And even though the challenge is in February, we can do this all year, can't we? Yes, we need this to be sustained. So Home Instead, I'll just kind of tell you some of the ounces that they drink. Um, The average 
for the four week, each week they did 862 ounces of water. Oh my. And then I did want to do a shout out to Lakes Area Restorative Justice Program. They came in second and they averaged 759 ounces. Mm. And then in third place, we have Bremer Bank at 727 ounces. Wow. And I believe, didn't they win a few years ago? Bremer Bank won in like 2019, I think. Yep, they sure did. Oh, they're in it. I love it. That's great. All right. Well, keep drinking the healthy drinks all year long and eat your vegetables. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And Kelly will ask you to talk more about that uh, One Vegetable, One Community promotion that continues. Yes. So we just started our One Vegetable, One Community. One community yeah. Camp, yeah. school campaign. So we've okay. been planning this for the last couple months now, and we've been to four different schools. So what this is, is we've been promoting the green bean, uh, Crow Wing County yes. green bean vegetable of the year. So the green bean and veggies have been going to the school. Back in February, we started a coloring contest with the first graders in each school. So we've been we went to 12 different schools, dropped off the coloring sheets, and mm-hmm. then picked them back up, and then did a first and second place winner for each school. Oh, nice. So some of the schools we have gone to so far um, is Discovery Woods, Crosby Elementary, Garfield, Baxter, and Pequot Lakes Elementary School. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And you've got more on the schedule, right? Yes, we do. So then we also have uh, next week coming up for the remainder of the month and then a little bit into April. We have Lowell, Lake Region, Riverside, Harrison, Cross Lake, and St. Francis School. So your little cornucopia of vegetables goes around from oh, school yeah. to school just promoting healthy eating. Yep, yep. So we've been reading um, a green bean book. We've been singing songs, um, just telling facts about the vegetables. And the kids have just been amazed <laughs> with us coming in. Uh, Karen and I agree that uh, some t- we have different vegetables. And when we are the carrot vegetable, we really do feel the love from the kids. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. They just admire us. They stare at the carrot. It's just been yeah. a pretty positive popular event. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. I love it. And I like the green bean. That's one of my favorites. So yeah. And every year there's been a different vegetable. So yeah, this is cool. Yep. So watch for us at the Crow Wing County Fair in August. We'll be doing a a vegetable skit again Mm. to vote for the 2024 (laughs) vegetable of the year. All right. Looking forward we to it. We shall see. Uh, Karen, meanwhile, at Crowing Energized, I know you have a lot of different classes that take place all the time, right? We sure do. And we're so grateful for schools that, that partner with us and with our community that partner with us that ask us to do the presentations and then come to our presentations. So probably one of the most important ones that we do uh, every year is an event called Got Plants. This will be in person on Friday, April 14th. What this focuses on is the importance of uh, completing your advanced care directive. This year, uh, Luke Spath, he's an attorney. Um, He specializes in estate and elder law. He'll be there. He'll be talking about um, advanced care directives. And I think more importantly, he's there to answer questions. So Mm -hmm. people always have questions about when do you complete them? Do you ever update it? Is it a legal document? How does it become a legal document? Uh, questions like what is a power of attorney, what is a guardianship, and he's there to answer those questions. So it's really a nice opportunity to get some answers if you have questions. Yeah. Um, and it's not just for, you know, you always think of this as being a tool or 
uh, document that you should have when you're older in life, but that's just simply not true. Mm -hmm. You should be thinking about that at any age and have that document. You know, we say it's the gift you give your family. It yeah. really is. Yep. I say, especially yeah. if you have kids, boy. Right, mm -hmm. right, because, you know, it's traumatic. Any death would be traumatic, but it's a, you have a tool. You know what that person wished for or what, mm -hmm. what they wanted yep. uh, at the end of their life. So it's, it's a great opportunity to get out. We also have uh, ProMedica doing a short skit that is going to just be sharing kind of lighthearted some um, obstacles or scenarios that can happen mm -hmm. when you start to talk to your uh, loved ones and your siblings about that advanced care directive. So it will be a great event. We've got, um, we'll have vendors there. We'll have volunteer opportunities there. Um, they'll be sharing some exercises as well. So, and of course, lunch is provided. So it's a great event to sign up for. It's free. Um, okay. So we really welcome people to come out. You mentioned April 14th, but where and what time? Thank you. Lutheran Church of the Cross and doors open at um, 8.30 and the event runs from 9 to 2 p.m. We also will have people there that will um, be able to help you complete an advanced care directive. Perfect. So oh, they nice. are, um, yep, specialists, <laughs> and you can get it done. Yep. Yep. Okay. Sometimes it, that's all it takes is having the people there that, yeah. you know, can complete that document. April 14th, Lutheran Church of the Cross, which again is in Niswa. So. Yes. Okay. And you have a Make It Okay Ambassador training coming up also in April, right? We sure do. And we've done this in the past, mm -hmm. but we haven't done it for a while. Really pleased this year that it's somebody from Make It Okay that will be leading this presentation. We have a lot of ambassadors. We have a lot of people in the Brainer area that have been trained. Mm -hmm. um, we'll be reaching out to them uh, to attend this because they've, they've changed some of the material, some of the slides. Okay. So they're more than welcome to attend this. This will be on Thursday, April 27th from 1 to 3 in the afternoon. And again, it's in person. This one will be at Essentia um, in the lower level. So when you go into the building, take the elevator down and then you're going to go through the cafeteria, yeah. and the back hallway has all the meetings, meeting rooms. So, again, yeah. registration is required. Um, we'll have some light snacks there, but we'll really hear from that expert. After you, after you complete the training, then you really have the tools to go out and lead presentations um, in our community, your faith community, your place of employment, mm -hmm. um, community gatherings. You can go out and, and do this presentation. And this campaign has really taken off over the last few years. It really it? has. Mm -hmm. Make It Okay has really been the leader in talking about um, mental illness mm -hmm. and talking about decreasing that stigma, what we should say and not say. And they also developed a new program called Make It Okay to Talk About Mental Illnesses mm -hmm. and Substance Use Disorders. Yep. So we're lucky enough to have the same um, people stick around for that afternoon uh, or evening, early evening on um, April 27th from 5.30 to 7. This will be in person, but it will be at the Crow and County Land Services Building. And it's uh, Pete Vandershoots with uh, Health Partners that will mm. be leading this conversation. This is really a new program. They're not yet training ambassadors in the community, so this is a presentation to learn more about it. Okay. Talks about um, weaves again in mental illness and substance use disorders, and again talking about stigma reduction, um, about and how I want to say uh, one in fifteen people live with a mental illness and a substance use disorder. Mm. So sometimes you know the two are. And that's are, just the reported ones. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Good point. <laughs> 
Yep. So this is a great opportunity to learn about this program. Um, really valuable yeah. information to come out. They're both both events are free. We'll have light snacks at both of them. But um, come and join us. Yeah. You'll find it worthwhile. I just heard a discussion on diabetes here recently, and they, they pointed out that uh, we're up to 40-some percent of our population in the U.S. is what they consider overweight. Right, and pre-diabetic. Yeah. Yeah, and I, we— That's um, scary. It is scary. So we continue to have the lifestyle change class offered. Yeah. The nice thing now is that um, it's offered—you can really contact us at any time. Kara Schaefer coordinates all those referrals. Mm -hmm. We have them here in person at times. We have them um, virtually. And then we also have a network where we can refer to virtual outside of our area. So at any time, reach out to, to us. Check our website. And we'll uh, get you linked into a, um, this is a year-long course, okay. but you don't be afraid by that. We know that developing habits, different habits, takes time. So you meet the first six, you meet the first t 16 weeks once a week, and then after that it goes down. So, okay. um, and at the end of this, you will have developed much better habits. Good. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about one more class here coming up in April because as we age, we tend to lose things. One of those is our balance, right? <laughs> right, right. And, you know, walking in here this morning in the sleet, yeah, yeah I, I felt the same way about I walked like a penguin. And, mm -hmm. You know, we really need to be careful about, yeah. And if you do fall, you need to know how to get up. Yeah. So it really is, Matter of Balance is a great class. This will be starting April 4th up in Cross Lake. And again, the details are on our website. Um, it teaches you not only about um, balance, but also, you know, the importance of doing exercises and really overcoming. You don't need to be worried about it. You know, falls mm -hmm. happen and we'll show you how to get back up. That sounds good. Excellent. Um, I know you have a lot of classes April into May. We can see all of those on your website, you correct? You sure can. They're all on the website. You can register on the website. We always encourage you to, we to register primarily so we have enough food for the event mm -hmm. and space. <laughs> okay. Um, before we let you go, real quick, what is SAIL? What is that class? Stay Active and Independent for Life. Like and it. this is a great class. It originally started in person at Lord of Life. We have two volunteers that have taught this class for many years. It's now online. It mm. grew from 20. They currently have, I think, 60 people enrolled in the class, 9 to 10, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Again, that's nice. virtual. So sign up on our website. Growingenergize.org. Yes. Lots Very of good. other stuff we know is there, too. So yeah. just hit it up. Yep. Ladies, thank you so much for being here to talk about these important things. And let's keep eating healthy and drinking uh, the good stuff, right? <laughs> right. Drink your <laughs> that'd water. Be, that'd be water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. And thank you for what you're doing in the community. Mm -hmm. Thanks, thank ladies. You. Thank you. Our guests today, Karen Johnson, Community Health Specialist with Crowing Energize, and Kelly Johnson, Ship Coordinator with Crowing County. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be found anytime. They're on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com, and you'll find them there. You can also find them through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.